Right, we're on. Episode 71. We are on. Lots of freaking gremlin. Yeah. All gremlins from last week. Coming to loosen our mics. Yeah. Just Rem- the camera angles. Remaining remaining gremlins from last week. Right, so we're on, the, what's the date? The 4th today. So you're watching this on the 6th. And I'm pretty sure everybody will have been gripped by the amber turd news of the week. Yeah. And there's updates now as well. Mm. So first off, we got a win in yeah. the column for the dudes. Yes. Yeah, Johnny, Johnny got it. Got it well deserved. It had to be, had to be. Anybody who watched that, anybody who watched any of it, any point of it at all, even if you only watched an hour of the whole six weeks, whatever it went on for, mm-hmm. every time somebody's on the stand for her, I, I saw it was something just torn to pieces. I don't know whether I sent it to you actually, and it was one of the people on the jury because they're not meant to see any. They're meant to basically avoid social media, so they yeah. don't get any kind of bias, and. They they did an interview after, and it was like talking about like what their thoughts were, and they were just like, "Well, I was surprised at how funny all of the the Amber Heard stuff was." And and they also said that seeing a lot of the mannerisms and the things condensed made it much more apparent. He said that they pretty much unanimously didn't didn't they, they weren't like pro one or the other, but they were they felt like there was more bullshit coming from Amber consistently, yeah, consistent bullshit, um, and. It said he said that when he saw it all condensed into these like compilations, he said it made it so much more noticeable. Uh, he said that he like felt quite uncomfortable with her, the way she was always turning and like yeah, I said that to the point where like he, he said he would make sure that he didn't he'd listen, but he just wouldn't look at her because he he like felt yeah. really like like she was pressuring them when yeah. when she'd like be staring at she's them. Such a douche. Yeah, yeah. Ask the question, she'd literally go look at the guy who asked the question and then turn. And stare at the mask, nodding. And she would do this, this downward turned like mm, face, mm. really mm, like, almost aggressive all the time. Yeah, sneering. Oh, she's an awful human being. Yeah. So that's a massive win. For, did you see? I don't know whether it was true, but I saw a clip of uh, Johnny Depp because he'd been in the UK. He was. He was. Uh, he was in a pub. Apparently. Yeah, he was in a pub in. Was it? Liverpool? I'm not sure where. And then he came out at a gig for a guy's name I can't remember Mm -hmm. uh, because they wrote a song together. In um, it's a cover of a Beatles song, "Isolation." Yeah. And uh, he came out on stage and played literally the day after. Yeah. And everyone was like, "What the fuck?" Nobody, no announcement, nothing. Just random Johnny Depp on the stage. Yeah. Imagine how fucking cool that'd be. Just imagine being at the pub and then Johnny Depp walks past. It was back living his life. Yeah. It was just that's you know he he got what he needed regardless of a win or a loss. Yeah. He put her back in in a place of not being this victim and showing he yeah. showed the world she absolutely wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was just. Equalizing, I suppose, because effectively she, what she tried to do to him, him about 100 million, I reckon, in context. Oh, god, yeah. If, if, like, what she tried to do to him, obviously, destroy his character and, and ruin his career. She's actually ended up just doing that to herself, yes. And I think now it's just painted Johnny in an even better light, like, really. There's no doubt, there's no doubt she was abusive, that she's got maybe some kind of bipolar issue. Mm. She's definitely narcissistic, she definitely believes her own lies, like, she justified. I genuinely think she's justifies her lies like when she talked about hitting him mm. she justified it because he tried to shut a door on her which caught her foot mm. so that then justified her punching him in the head yeah but in her head that made sense that's, yeah i was a re- i was only reacting to my foot getting caught in the door he's like 
you fucked my car in the door by accident. It wasn't deliberate. Yeah. And then you punched me in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Very different. <laughs> not how life works. No. You know, so she definitely has some serious deep set issues. But watching her just trying to cry for the last six weeks has been amazing. Mm. And when they brought someone on the stand who was her, was it her acting coach or somebody was on there, who basically said outright that Amber has an issue crying mm. when it's in character. Yeah. And so it basically was like, so she's been in character this whole fucking time. I yeah. think that was a big sting. That and Kate Moss coming on yeah. and saying that Johnny basically carried her in his arms yeah. after she fell down some stairs and he was the reason she got help, not the reason she got hurt. Mm. Oh, that was a nail in her coffin. Yeah. The, um, the, do you see the interview from the guy from TMZ or the guy who yeah. used to... Yeah. Oh, he was brilliant. Yeah. And how he, just how he worded everything. So he literally, without saying Amber Heard told us everything... He said yeah, that, yeah, he and it, obviously he like worded it in a way that made it like no two ways about yeah. it that she was the one who, well, it was defamation, yeah, yeah. Like, and that that was like the and the fact they sent of, an edited the clip as well. An edited clip was sent yeah. through to TMZ from the original one they saw in court. Yeah, so she she she'd edited it already, yeah. passed it on and to that's them. That's defamation, like yeah. that's character that's character defamation. So what does it mean overall? Well, here's the thing: it means that no matter whether you're a woman, a man, a they. You can't abuse somebody and get away with it. Yeah. You can't hit it. Just because when a woman hits a man, more often than not, the man receives minimal damage. Yeah. There's not usually any broken things. When a man hits a woman, there's a different outcome. There's broken cheekbones, orbital sockets, broken ribs. It's you know, The difference in bone density alone makes the outcome different. Yeah. And just because the damage is less when a, man, a woman hits a man or a woman hits a woman. Yeah doesn't mean you can do it and that's and she did you see the disgusting tweet she put out afterwards she put out this tweet saying that she couldn't believe how the overwhelming evidence wasn't enough to uh bring johnny depp down that he's it just showed the power this man has over everyone around him and how this is a step back for abused women the bitch still even after being shown in every single sound clip every single video every single time she tried to show something johnny being bad he was asleep every time she tried to show some vocal thing of them of an argument it's her being a bitch or violent it all backfired on her and after all of that she dares to still put herself at the face of victimized women yeah like fuck you yeah that's i think that's my biggest issue with the, the whole thing obviously again it's brilliant for johnny but it has almost created this whole men v women thing which that that's not the point it should be it's, abuser it's, it's versus a, victim yeah it's it's about the victims isn't it yeah. really and what she did by you know making false accusations that was that's just shit on a load of other women and men that have been abused really, and yeah. that's gonna now because this is so public there's always going to be a little bit of doubt. Is like, is always is someone just playing this up? Especially in like the celebrity situation where yeah. there's massive financial gain, mm. then it's gonna it's gonna cast more doubt on you know is it legitimate? Whereas before, I think that the people people almost took it at face value. But I think no, but I think what it will do will put people off false claims. Yes, so I, I think I, it's going to help legitimize actual claims going through because people are going to be less inclined to try and bullshit the system now they know. Like, so let's work out. Because of what she's done, she now suffers a £10.5 million pound fine mm-hmm. and another £5 million pound fine for defamation. She was found on two accounts yeah. to owe that value. Johnny Depp has to pay her £2 million because of something someone else said on his behalf about her using violence against women as a weapon or yeah. something like that. One of, the, one of his 
the spokespeople, mm. spokesperson, whatever you want to say, said that on his behalf. So he was liable for that. Yeah. So even the thing he got done for didn't come from his mouth. Yeah. It was yeah. from one of his people acting as well. So, yeah, so I, do, I think you're right. It definitely, it's probably going to have hindered anyone else who might have been considering it, you know, making false accusations. Well, but I still think it also may have hindered people that are making legitimate accusations now, just because there's more people are going to be thinking, is it real? Is it not? Oh, yeah, she's, she's put women back. Yeah, she not, has. 100%. Not the outcome. Her. No, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Amber, have done that to yeah. women. Yeah, because again, that shouldn't. With falsified claims. It's just, it's such a, like, it's such an extreme. And I can't understand, like, that literally, like, most people, you're you're in the public eye that much, and then your name gets dragged through the mud, you can't get work, you can't get anything. Like, that, surely, whoever is the victim of that is at risk of suicide, is at risk mm-hmm. of anything. Like, Johnny's life, if, if imagine that was all true, and that all came out, what like what would Johnny? What would the state of his life be afterwards? Wouldn't be fucking worth living. He'd have like nobody yeah. to talk to him. Nobody would want to be his friend. He he he'd be publicly hated. Like so, why? How extreme has it got to be for you to want to do that to somebody? Yeah. And, and for that all to be false? I know. That's how it's so vindictive. Mm. Like you're you're talking about a national, a multinational scale scandal. Yeah. Like, and one person at the brunt of it yeah. who had to then fight back to show, actually, no, this isn't true. But now, look what he's done. He's cleared his name. The support for him has never been bigger. Mm-hmm. He has, like, the whole world was behind that man, other yeah. than, like, these few zealots mm-hmm. who were just, any, any, any woman, you know, these Karens that any woman says anything, then you can't deny the woman, which is what's damaging. Yeah. Like, you should, no matter what, whether it's a female or male, you need to verify the information. Yeah. That's what matters is what's the, what's, what's the information, what's the proof? Yeah. And all these people that came out and were like behind her because of the women being women's Me Too fucking movement is to blame for a bit, a lot of it as well. A lot of people use the Me Too movement to make money or get more fame or get notoriety. And um it's it's been shown up. And that's the problem is these these whole movements, they become like a a cult, a cult yeah. thing where people just jump on it to make noise, to get seen, to get heard. And uh and so her doing this which originally got her in the limelight, now has completely backfired because not only this oh, yeah. has happened, she's now, we had an update two days ago, she has now been completely and utterly deleted from Aquaman <laughs> 2. Like, full-on delete. Yeah. Control, alt, bink. Gone. Yeah. Gone. She'll still get paid, I think, unless... I think she's been unless, paid, but I don't know whether... Oh, I yet. don't know, because contracts might have, if you bring anything into disrepute or... Um, like that, like the branding. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what you describe it as, but if you're, to, if you were to bring the brand of Warner Brothers into like disrepute or something yeah. like that, there's a lot of contractual agreements that state that that yeah, they might, might be, able br- to, be a breach of contract. Yeah, they may be able to get that back, and I, I do. I hope hope that they uh, they can do it, even though she's put the work in for it in the first place. If yeah, but- if Warner Brothers wanted to make any money on that film, because there was last time I saw there was over. Four, five six million? million now. Is it, is it six million? They wanted four and a half million. So the yeah, the petition was to get Amber Heard removed from Aquaman 2. It reached four and a half million signatures, which was their target. Yeah. And they then changed it. And it's it's a six and a, four million it was. Then they changed it to six million once it hit four million. Yeah. So now it's at four and a half million, I beg your pardon. Okay. And they're aiming for now six million, which I bet today now after that result, it's, it's already hit that. I would well, I saw, I saw somebody said that there's a, you know, um, Johnny Depp's lawyer. 
Yeah. You or Camille. Camille. Yeah, yeah, get Camille in instead yeah. of Amber. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. There was get like, that petition. It only had a few thousand, but I was just like, <laughs> just for banter. Yeah. Just get Johnny Depp's lawyer in Imagine. there. Imagine. Yeah. She, she was great. I love the fact she was feisty. Mm. And she just always called her a liar. Yeah. Like outright. Yeah. God, being a. She made a square. Yeah. Being a lawyer, that's like next level. Yeah. Just um, resilient to conflict. Because it was clever having a female mm. against a female. Because yeah. it removed any of that masculinity from the the argument in that between those two. Just seeing she could be fiery with her. Yeah, just seeing the uh, the relationship with Johnny and the people that were on his team, they were just they all seemed happy. Yeah. Like they were nice. They were they were, were like, like this really is supportive. Tr- we're running the truth. That's why. Yeah, they weren't trying to twist a lie. Yeah. So just the just in every way possible, it kind of. I'd, I wish I saw more of it because I only saw highlights and clips and obviously you're just going to get the best yeah. bits. But then every person that was on for Amber, you were just like, who the fuck is this idiot? Well, no, <laughs> and like, yeah. it, it was almost like set up. It was so bad. You're like, can she be pulling in anyone worse? <laughs> the people who came on for Amber, that was a problem. Was they weren't any, there were no, she had no friends come mm-hmm. to her aid. They were all workers or co-workers or witnesses. Mm-hmm. There were none of them came to represent her as a human being. Yeah, And that just speak, screams problems yeah. like if you burnt every bridge with every person that you've ever because she must i mean come on being in that in a hollywood circle yeah there can't be that many people that you can be friends with so if you've burnt a bridge with all the only people you can be friends with yeah there's got to be something like you know um psychologically not she's right with her. yeah she's shit in a bed yeah, yeah. There's definitely that's not normal behaviour. Like, there's definitely something going on there. Well, well while while you're up, mate, that was a nice t-shirt that you've got on. Oh, yes, yeah. It's uh, it's a little. Uh, just, this is a little place I know called uh, Black Country Barbell. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, they've brought out these lovely new t-shirts. They're not out yet. Actually, they'll be out. Not they'll be out after next week's podcast. They've almost brought out these lovely new t-shirts. <laughs> which are uh, no, they're cool, man. I like it. Yeah. This is the new logo, is it? Yeah. Is it the the barbelled skull. And then we've got the big back print as well. Yeah. You'll see if you can get your, your meaty girth on there. Yeah, if you turn... No, no, it'll just... If you stick there long enough, you can see it. Even if it's not focused. That's pretty freaking cool. Yeah. Back prints of the future. Yeah. Back prints of the way forward. Focus on me. <laughs> I'm the star. I'm the star. Yeah, no, they're cool. When are these available? Um, so when you're listening to next week's podcast, they'll be out then. So we'll be able to time on next week's. Yeah. Yeah. There you go, where you can get them from. Yes, prepare for those. We'll put a, put a link in the in the bio. And these are actually a bit of a basis for ones that we want to use for Krukastis. Yes, yeah, this was another little test that we ran, um, and you really like them, I like yeah, them. Yeah, so I'm in a size large. I just rolled the sleeves whilst we were starting just to see what they're like, and they actually do roll okay. Yeah. Because I like I like rolled sleeves. I don't know, I just I don't know. So I do it with all my stuff. I, don't know mm. what it is. I just really like it. It's because you've got big old pipes, right? It is pipes, but, and I think... A lot because I have to run a large. The arm is just that little bit too long on yeah. me because they think I'm just a, a big fat bloke. Yeah, yeah. So it's the same they, for they me. That yeah. large is always a like the sleeves are a little bit too yeah. long on me. But when I did make my own stuff and I made the sleeves slightly shorter, it doesn't actually they sit weird if you make them a little shorter on a large. Yeah, they almost end up being too high at the back. Yeah, they get not... pulled from the shoulder, so it's actually better to have it just with the roll, mm-hmm. safer for fitments and for people who don't care about showing the pipes. Yeah, but well, yeah. you've got both both options. How much is going to be? Um, I'm not quite sure what the price will end up being. About £21, I think, somewhere yeah. somewhere around that. Um, don't quote me on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure. I haven't actually worked out all the uh, the pricing. Sweet. So, cool beans. So, yeah. 
Black Country Barbell merch coming shortly. Mm, and and uh, yeah, Crewcast coming okay, yeah, closely say, following. Yeah, what else we need to tell them about the Crewcast one is I might, I'll get the logos, some logos up on my story, I think, and we'll have a vote on two different variations of it. Yeah. And we'll see which one goes and we'll print that, that one. That is a good shout. We'll do that one. It'll be during the week, so keep an eye on my, my stories during the week and then I'll remind you again on the next one as well. Yeah. I'll, I'll put it up on the next one when we do the next one. We'll do can you, oh, what you can do on YouTube, because you can do, a, I'm sure you can do a poll and a picture Mm. So if you put the picture up and put like A and B and then they can just vote A and B. Okay, I'll do yeah. that too. I think that'll work. Oh, and also, so we now have a Twitch account. Oh, yeah. So we're going to attempt, once we figure out how to be able to use a laptop and stream from a different camera without having to buy a new webcam in time, uh, we're going to have live Twitch stream running through the podcast when we record them on the Friday. Mm-hmm. But what we'll do is we're going to have maybe a prequel, a, like a pre-show yeah. to the podcast which will just be twitch yeah and then we'll go live and we'll be streaming live with twitch so we'll be able to interact with you guys live on the evenings and then we're going to introduce some more of those twitch episodes during the week like smaller ones or sometimes maybe i'll just jump on and we'll cover like a, just a topic of it like a 15 minute quick twitch stream and stuff stuff like that yeah so we're just trying to get more interactive with everybody yeah this is what's going on twitch is meant to be really good isn't it I, i've not messed around with it too much myself it's just more than gaming now isn't it that's the thing yeah about it. well i think that was its Pretty initial live platform yeah that was its initial thing was was yeah. gaming and then i think it has branched out to a bit more yeah so we'll do that we'll, we'll test run some cameras with it and then um, we'll get it up and running so yeah. that'd be cool that'd fingers be crossed next week yes yeah hopefully yeah during the week i'll have a play with it and get it going because the council set up everything's done and then we can uh, crack on with that yeah that'd be fun because we'll have we'd have interactive questions and stuff going on mm. rather than having to wait for stins to crap to crash and not load stuff up when you need it to uh, where are we going tonight mate oh yeah so you know i've had people messaging about this all week as well yeah. so that, since our top gun review which came out um people have agreed with us top gun Mav, top gun maverick yeah. is fucking awesome that's yeah. the general consensus this movie's fucking loved yeah it's everywhere so we saw it at the imax uh as quickly as we could we saw it on the friday didn't we because we couldn't get there because you were busy yeah during the week so for the opening night mm-hmm. which is random like a wednesday wasn't it or something yeah. yeah yeah why do they do that now midweek opening midweeks now. yeah I don't know. because the jurassic world which is our next one which we're going to cover that's on a friday yeah like normal is that next week ninth tenth That'll be next week. So next week, yeah. yeah. So we'll be literally from cinema to chair to review straight up for you guys for Jurassic World. Looks yeah. pretty good. I know. Looks pretty good. It's like the big it. hurrah, isn't it? Yeah. You've got Goldblum back. Yeah. Everything's going on. Yeah. I'm really looking. I love Goldblum. Yeah. He's just. Have he's, you seen that series? Got Netflix. No. Oh, you need to watch it. It's a. You see, they call Goldblum's World or Jeff's World. Yeah. It's fucking brilliant. He is so weird. He's, I was gonna say he's weird. <laughs> he's like brilliant, but he's weird at the same time. Super fucking weird. Uh, but yeah. he like is such a non-creepy way oh i thought he was creepy from what i from the bits that i've seen but uh, uh, no, either way him. creepy or not i don't I care love, he's just the way he speaks so just he's just out there isn't he yeah. he's just he he is jeff goldblum he's just, yeah the, yeah that's almost he's his own he, character he wouldn't work in anywhere but movies yeah or yeah, just yeah. tv or, yeah or just in a sign asylum <laughs> that, that was the two options for that jeff goldblum it. he would make a good riddler yeah uh, well, where are we going tonight anyway? So we're going to watch Top Gun we're Maverick. back to see Top Gun again. again. But this time... Yeah. We're going to go... 4D world. Four, yeah, 4DX. 4DX. Because IMAX I've, with moving chairs and whoosh, whoosh. Well, I first saw in the comments of the, the review, somebody mentioned 4DX. I was like, oh, I remember seeing that. But I, I literally didn't even clock what it was. I just was like... <laughs> yeah. I just was thinking IMAX straight away. But to be fair, if there's going to be a 4DX film, 
I imagine this is going to be really good. Like Gotta with be. the jet fighter the, seats. Yeah, the sheet, the the sheets, the seats moving around and yeah. stuff like that. So I don't know. We'll we'll let you know later. But uh, it, I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be wicked. Yeah. And uh, we, so we'll see. We'll see. It's meant to blow. F- it's meant to have like water, air, smells, and weird shit going. I don't know. Yeah. I've never been. First time going. Yeah. No, I've not. I've not been to a 4DX before. I didn't even click that it was a thing at this this uh the cinema's sick yeah this uh, cine world's really good but having imax and and, and 4D. 4dx i've i've had this thing for years it's got to be it's got to be at least eight years now i've had this thing where i have to sit slightly to the left mm. because i read in a review of critics over a set amount of movie reviews they monitored where they sat in the cinema yeah. compared to what kind of review they gave and critics who set, sat towards the left-hand side of the screen yeah. always gave more favorable reviews, were more likely to give a favorable, favorable review yeah. than people who sat to the right. And that's something to do with our visual cortex is on the left-hand side of our brain. Right. So there was some correlation to it. So now, because I love movies, I'm like, just going to sit slightly to the left to enjoy yeah, it. Might, bit yeah, more. Might like it just a tiny <laughs> little bit more. Yeah. But no, everyone who I spoke to who's seen it said they absolutely loved it. And it was like, again, much the same as what we said. It was like, it was that perfect amount of like, it's got a bit of cheese in there, but like not to the point where you're ever cringing. It's just like, it's the cheese that gets you excited. You're like, <laughs> yeah. 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 Somebody said the other one that um, at the beginning I said the other one was rooted more in reality and this one was movie magic. And they were mm. like, rooted in reality? Uh, it's the cheesy uh, American something about planes. I went, I went, and I had to respond being, if you listened, I meant as in the dogfights. Yeah. As in there wasn't a shit ton of plane-on-plane action. No. And there was only, like, maybe two planes shot down the whole time. Yeah. Whereas this one's full-on Mission Impossible, yeah. over-the-top warfare. Yeah. You know, that 100% doesn't happen in real life. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, it's, um, yeah, especially the fact that we're just, like, we're pulling in a pilot from the past. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. The dude that literally just took a multi-billion dollar plane and blew it up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's going to give him another yeah, job. That, yeah, yeah that, that guy yeah. who's nearly 60, he can do this. <laughs> How old is he meant to be in this? It's only meant to be 10 years or something later, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it is, I wasn't I think, paying attention yeah. to the time frame of it. Because there, there was talk about the different gens of planes, so I'm sure people that are more plane... Plane savvy. Plane people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> plane... Hey, do you know there's... um. In Schiffnall, which is only like 30 minutes away, there's a full RAF base you can go tour around for free. No? Yeah. Oh, we should do that. I know. Yeah, that free. sounds great. For free. And, yeah, and there's like a shitload of stuff you can go and see there. It's massive, apparently. Yeah. I mean, I was telling people, they're like, yeah, the RAF place. I was like, yeah. All right, <laughs> no. No clue, didn't. No, no clue, it was just half an hour down the road. No, no idea. Yeah, yeah. we'll sort that one of the days. Yeah, so there's that. What else is there? There's something, I found something else cool nearby. No, I can't remember. Mm. Oh, I went go-karting the other day. Yeah. In uh, Salbridge. Oh, you went to that yeah. the karting place yeah. there. Apparently, that's like one of the best in the area. That oh, is. is really good. Yeah, I've been told by multiple people because, like, I mentioned to some people at my old job ages ago, who were like big into go karting. There was in Starbridge, and they're like, oh yeah, you need. Have you, have you been to blah blah blah? And I was like, no. What? And it's like, yeah, oh yeah, people travel all over to get really? to that one. Yeah, because apparently it's a really good track. It is a good track, and I've never jumped a go kart before. I have now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. There's a bit where you go up. It's because it's multi leveled. Yeah. So you go up. Upper, upper, like into a a switchback. Mm. So you go up the hill, switch. It's it's loops round, and then you go back straight down, and then underneath. Yeah. 
And as you come up, it launches. It's basically a launch ramp. Yeah. So it jumps, and then you kind of bounce your way around the corner. So obviously the trick is to not do that. Yeah. You, you want to come off a smooth and zoom around the corner. Yeah. Obviously, the first thing you learn, it's just literally... And then you go... As it goes down, you literally just launch off yeah. and then land like a good, I'd say a good four feet later if you floor it. Like yeah. it probably, like it's hard to control it when you land and you don't go flying into the into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably brutal. Oh, really? Because obviously the go-kart's got no suspension. Yeah, I was going to say, what's the suspension like? <laughs> I was like, did your ass just batter? Yeah, you just get twatted. So you just go fly down. But dude, I did, uh, went and paid the 25 lap mm. go, which is what you do all in one session. So you do 25 laps. Yeah. Because your hands afterwards, mate, yeah. this bit here on the palm, that like pad there, yeah. was so pumped. Yeah. It was it was like a little little shoulder muscle yeah. sticking off my hands. They were wrecked. I was like, there's no way I could do another... Some geary thumbs, I right? Could, I could pro- yeah, I could probably get throughout around another 12 to 15 laps yeah. before my hands would give up. Fucking but hell. even going around, there was a bit where I was on the street, so I was shaking my hands out just for a few seconds to get to ready to rag it into the hairpin. Yeah, wow. No, I didn't. I, well, I'll, I'll try it out. We I've should, been told we'll multiple times. We should go. We should get, we should, uh, oh, we could, oh, no, maybe not. Well, we'll sort it out. Yeah. It's good fun, though. That, I think go-karting, paintballing, all these things, mm-hmm. they are bloody good fun. You forget how fun they are until you go again. Yeah, it's been a while since I've been paintballing. You just get out like a giant child. Yeah. I've I've just I've not been doing anything anywhere near as fun. I've been mainly working in my garden in my spare time. Oh, <sighs> let's talk about let's talk about the warfare that's going on outside at the moment between oh God. the ants yeah. and humans. I don't I don't have, you have not any. Got any? I have none. I mean you not got I've got ornery ants. They're no. ornery. <laughs> Dude, they're like twenty hills deep in that background. Yeah, Motherfuckers are building turrets. Yeah. They've got little trenches going on. It looks like fucking Scarface has been out the back. There's just <laughs> they, mountains of they, white powder. They've tun- they freaking got they've got a tunneling they're tunneling holes underneath the patio to then other areas of the garden. There's they're, escape they're, they're trying to get into your house. There's little ones on motorbikes, jumping patio, yeah, little go kart in. <laughs> <laughs> Great escapes going all over the place. Because I don't want to take a kettle to them again like I did last year. Yeah. Because it, it ruins your grass. And you end up with all these massive ball patches because you're just torching everything. It's like right. napalm in it. So I've got it, this... Is um, poison not as bad for the grass? Well, I got... I don't know. I got last year got these sugar crystals that were tainted. Yeah. That they're supposed to take back to the hive. And, you know, they all just go, ooh, num, num, dead. All right. Didn't work. They just ignored them. Huh. They're like, motherfucker, we're not there. Yeah. I'm trying. I've had them before. <laughs> yeah. That's a guy. Worse than sweet and low, that, bro. I'm yeah. taking that shit. So they ignored it. So this time I went and I've got this white powder that is in like a squeezy bottle. So it almost like billows it out. So you squeeze the whole bottle and it goes poof, poof and blows this powder out. So now my garden looks like a polka dot mm-hmm. pattern just all over. But I'm sick of them. They got in the house, into the cupboards. I'm really them. fortunate. I don't have any ants. It's walk. everyone. All the neighbors are great as well. Yeah. They, they're just here for some reason. I, just I've just dug them. up all the fucking dirt in my garden. So if there was going to be anyone. Tons of it. Yeah, I've just... All I want to do is put a bit of fucking grass down because <laughs> I've only got like there's like there's just slabs and gravel. So yeah, obviously we're getting a pup soon, so I wanted a bit, little bit yeah. of grass. Fucking hell, it's been an absolute nightmare. And dirt's expensive. I've just removed a load of dirt to then get other dirt, like topsoil dirt. <laughs> Dirt. Yeah, which is like hundreds of pounds for not that much soil. Although when you're wheeling it up a really steep drive, it was like... Did they put it at the bottom of your drive? Well, they can't get it any further because it's on a crane. It's literally... They, the bag is 850 kilos each bag. So the crane got it as far as it could reach. 
But then it was actually worse. I think it would have been better to be on the bottom of the drive because the ones that were on the drive meant that I was filling my barrel up and then I had to start from a dead stop. I couldn't, like, oh. get a run-up. So I was literally, like, leaning over the barrow, like, on my yeah. tiptoes, like, trying to get it started. <laughs> oh, yeah, so I was, I've just been battered. Fuck adulting, man. Yeah, I know. God, I don't understand people who like gardening. Like, no, I don't. My mum loves it. Yeah. Loves it. And don't get me wrong, I like the end result. Mm, yeah. That bit in the middle. Yeah, it's looking better now. We're pretty much good to go. Um, I've just got to get the turf down, and I need to do some shit with my slabs. I've got to get some black spot remover, because I've jet washed them, and there's still little patches on, so... God, we're fucking this boring. This is boring bullshit, isn't it? The thing um, is... you've got to do it to have nice... Yeah. What the, I was I watching today? To, to, make, to make things... <clears> you can't <throat> complain about not having nice things if you don't do anything to make them nice. Yeah, but my bathroom... I've done my bathroom... And it'll stay nice now. I'm just going to keep on top of cleaning yeah, it. I suppose that's the point. But like your garden actively tries to like Mate, fall apart. I like cut the garden two weeks ago. Yeah. I, I was just, you know, rain came, didn't hmm. it? And then there was a meadow. Yeah. I was like, fuck you guys. It's been two weeks. And they're like, yeah, because you cut down the grass. So now we can grow. And yeah. they're like, weeds. Yeah. Just fucking Imagine drink. like... I've just done my bathroom, and then like two weeks later, I've got to regrout it all because it's just like, oh yeah, we've decided to grow out of this. Yeah, it's just like imagine. You yeah, gardening's imagine. just, a, just a it's an endless, yeah, endless task. You're just fighting the tide of nature, trying to trying to bend nature to your will, and it's never going to happen. <laughs> yeah, that isn't happening. So yeah, that's what I was doing, and then oh, what I was doing on the nights, I've been watching the new series of Stranger Things. Oh yeah, we've got that to cover as well, and Have also Obi One. Yeah, have you yeah. started that? No, no, I haven't. Oh. I've, Dude. I've just watched the whole of Stranger Things. Oh, I haven't four. watched all of it. I'm Fuck a... me, it's so good. Yeah, I, it's good. I'm, I'm at the point where... Actually, I don't want to do any spoilers in case people haven't seen it. It's aggressive. Yeah. I How did... many have you watched? I think I'm on to about episode six. Oh, yeah, you've caught... So there's there's five... No, there's I'm... seven. I think there's seven I'm parts. Out, I'm on like five or six. Yeah, so there's seven in this, and then the rest of it comes out in like a month's time. I've literally just watched the one where they go to visit the dude who... Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then they get... I think that's five, maybe. Yeah, so I'm there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I really, because I was so worried, because I really enjoyed the first few, the first three seasons of Stranger Things, and because it's been so long, I was like, oh. dude, I struggle to remember some of the characters. I, I, we started watching, and after ten minutes, we literally stopped it, went onto YouTube, and found like a twenty-minute breakdown, yeah, like that summary of everything. Because I was like, I can't fucking remember what's happened. No, and they've all grown so much. I can yeah. barely remember which one was which. Yeah, yeah, and I was just. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny, like seeing them, they're like full grown men. Yeah. But, like the last season, they're like, all right. And they're like, all right. Or, other than the bloke who doesn't still hasn't got any adult teeth. Yeah, yeah. The, Why doesn't he just, right, have veneers? I don't know. Maybe he likes that look. What? The look that looks like he's about to dribble every time he talks. It's obviously working the, for him. It uh, got him that role, so I don't know. Because it, when it, the first, I'm not, I'm going to be, this isn't. Yeah, it's a bit bad, but when it started, and you know when they came on, they were like all grown. Yeah. I immediately went, oh. I was like, oh, he's outgrown his cuteness. Yeah. Like, like in a not a good way. Yeah. Like, but then, when he actually started watching, yeah. he is still really likable. He's brilliant. But I was worried that yeah. he would just be like a bit weird. Yeah. and Because he had that he's underdog... Cute kid thing going on. Yeah. You know what I mean. He was yeah, but well, he's got that weird, those weird shoulders. Like it looks, you know, people that can touch their front delts together. They can like. Do you think he's got that? He, if you look at how he stands, he looks like his. 
his rib cage looks like it's about that wide, and then he's just got his like shoulders that yeah, rotate. Yeah, there's people who can clap the shoulders yeah, together. Yeah, it looks like that, he can do that. They're missing an entire sternum, though. Yeah, that's something. what he or looks is it like. No collarbones. Some, yeah, no collarbones. No collarbones. Look at his build. I swear he can do that. He does have a weird genetic bit. Yeah, yeah, but uh, what do you think? What do you think of it though? Because I like criticizing not, not, these children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> <laughs> Talking about abuse at the beginning of it, and now we're all just like, no adult toothed weirdo who can clap his shoulders. Oh, he's brilliant, though. No, he is really good. He's just as good and just as funny. Mm. Uh, he's carried it through. I just, I don't see, I just worried that maybe part of our allure to him was the fact that he was this underdog, you know, who didn't have his teeth in yet and yeah. he's standing up to the bullies. And you're like, yeah, if you fucking go, slightly yeah. chubby kid that's yeah. still smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I just worried, but he actually, in the first scene when he came out, they made him look really fat. Yeah, there's like a shot of him, and I was like, "Whoa, he's gay!" Wow. So, like, I thought he'd just blown out, mm. but then they carried on, and he's actually not. Yeah. He's quite average. So I don't know what he's that got like, like chubby cheeks and stuff. Yeah, but he's, but he's st- got quite around. He's quite. He's got those. He's got fat ears. Mm. You know, those people that have just like chunky ears. Yeah. So he's one of those guys. You can tell he's probably just got chunky hands, chunky feet. Yeah. But he's not. He's not. I thought he was fat, fat, like yeah. wobble around. He's not at all. Yeah. He's just a bit. You know, he just a bit normal. I guess. Well, they're all still. In still their adolescents, teens, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. So but the ginger girl didn't seem to age at all. She she seems to look exactly the same. She had quite an adult face in the first one. Yeah, because quite quite uh, sharp features. Yeah. But the um the the thing that I don't think it'll ruin it. But there's obviously we know Elle has lost her powers mm. in the previous season. Yeah. I really really didn't like how long we had to deal with her being this kind of weak can't stand up for herself, mm. human being. I'm like, even if she's lost her powers, okay, you fought monsters from the underworld. You watched people die. Yeah. You're not taking shit from some bully. You're going to punch him in the face and tell him to shut the fuck up. Powers or no powers. Mm. No, don't move me. Come on. Uh, you have stood toe-to-toe with the monsters. I think her story arc was that they were getting at, her struggles aren't, the same as everyone else's. Hers is fitting in because she, obviously, she didn't see anyone outside of that weird like. Yeah, but that's just it went too far with until it until she was however so the, old. This is and my, it was it was frustrating. But no, obviously, but this is my could, point. They went too. It was too in your face. Hmm. It was too much of an obvious storyline they were going to take with her because I know exactly yeah, what's course, going to happen yeah. now because they went so deep with it. Yeah. Whereas if they'd have left it a bit on the edge, I could have been like, well, is she, isn't she? Whereas the way they've gone with it, I'm like, well, definitely there's going to be this resurgence of her where she comes through and finds herself. Yeah. And I'm not even there yet, and I bet I'm right. Yeah, but the whole thing, it's all its all like coming of age stuff. Yeah, but that was just too slammy in your face. Uh, I... I thought the the thing that happens, the big the big bad thing that happens to her, like the the peak of the bullying, is a bit over the top. It's a bit extreme. Yeah. But again, it was just making a statement, wasn't it? I think. Well, I, overall, I've really liked this season. I think uh, how brutal it is because it's. Oh so my dark. god! If you're not, if you haven't seen it, and you are not ready. Yeah. You are it's not ready. It's got kids in, but this ain't for you kids. You are not ready. Oh, there's bits in it with Hopper. Mm. Uh, the storyline of Hopper's arc. Mm. <sighs> Jesus, couldn't watch it. Almost turned away. Mm. Almost turned yeah. away. Yeah, it is. It's brutal. This one, I think, this one's the darkest of them. 
of the it needed to be though because yeah. they're older it gets dark it's like the harry potter arc yeah it needs to go that way but i'm very pleased with it so far like i i was really worried that they were gonna because so much time had elapsed it just wasn't gonna live up to what we remembered and from the first episode i was like that was fucking good yeah just oh, the-, the end of the first one i, I literally went oh yes oh sure they went hard yeah. <laughs> like yeah. out loud yeah yeah, I was, oh, they're, they're going I was, I was fully in then. But the worst thing is they released all the all the episodes in one go. Mm. And I'm so, I wish, I, I like it when they restrict us. Like yeah. Disney restricts you with Obi-Wan. Yeah. You get two episodes when they launch it and then it's week to week. Yeah. And I almost wish they don't be Stranger Things because I finish it too fast. I know. Then what? we've got to wait another hundred years for the next series. Oh, God. Yeah, well, it's only one month, but I spoke Hopefully to... the film two back to back, surely. Well, it's just like part one, part two. So I think there's only a couple of episodes in the bit that's coming out. It's just to finish up this bit of the story. But I spoke to the manager because he had his day off on the day that it came out. And I, I didn't realise what day Stranger Things was actually out. And I was training with him the next morning. I said, oh, oh Stra- yeah. Stranger Things is out, isn't it? And he's like, oh, yeah, it came out yesterday. And I was just like, yeah, have you started it? And he's like, yeah, I've watched four episodes. <laughs> but like, each episode's over an hour, isn't it? Like an hour 20 or oh, something? Yeah, but long. I'm not going to lie. This morning was spent mainly in bed watching Stranger Things. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. You know, it's just open the window, nice fresh day, but it was kind of grey outside. Mm. I'd like uploaded all my videos yesterday, got all my stuff done. I was just like, I'm just going to sit and enjoy this morning. Yeah. Because I wasn't going to go training because I've been, I've been getting up early, getting yeah. to the gym, I've getting my seen. morning gym sessions done. Yeah. And um, How do you feel for it? Oh, I'm grumpy when I go. Yeah. But I'm great when I come out. Yeah. And, and when I'm in there, I'm dialed in. Because it's the first thing I'm doing. I'm getting up. I take my tablets. So I'm getting back on routine with my D. With my, I've got my B12s in this time, which I didn't have before. So I've got B12s, D3, E for my skin. Then I've got my glucosamine. Taking E's before. Taking, taking E's. Taking a couple, <laughs> couple of E's before it works out. Yeah, getting there. Big fish, little fish. Bench press squats. <laughs> <laughs> How long have we got left on that video? I don't want blackouts. I refuse to have one. I can't, it doesn't, there's no, um, oh, no, there's there's no, no numbers. numbers. Let me info it. Yeah. Taking, so, taking taking some ease. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big fish, little fish, bench press squats. Uh, get in there. Music, nice. And got my gymtastic playlist on. Which actually, I think I've made. I think that's public, everyone. So if you want a good, I'm I'm heavily heavily set in rock. Mm. But if you like that, uh, my if you go on Spotify and search Lex Griffin gymtastic, it should pop up as a playlist. It's uh, forever getting new songs added to it as as and when I find them. But that's. Um, basically my fuel for the morning because I'm not eating before I go yep. like food what I'm having is I get a clear, clear way gainer that, yeah. that orange and mango one it just tastes like naughty fruit juice yeah, yeah. but it's giving me I think I think I end up getting about 40 grams of protein 80 grams of carb yeah. no fat which is great around the training so I'm getting protein in I'm getting those fast acting carbs in as I'm on my way to the gym and then I drink half of it on the way and the rest Hopefully finish it during the session. So I've got my intro workout carbs in. And then I get a jacked pump from it because I'm also taking pump enhancer on the way through, mm. which is just um, beta alanine, arginine. And I think it might have, uh, uh, what's the malate one? Citrulline. Citrulline malate. in yeah. it as well. So it's just like no stims. <clears throat> yeah, just so I, get my, I have pump. my coffee and then that, and then I'm off to the gym. And it's um, because it's my first main focus of the day, yeah. I am like almost to the point of, get the fuck out my way if you're in my way level yeah. of training again. Yeah, that's what I like about it. Like your head is clear. That's the first task of the day. So it kind of, I always find as as in a workout, as the, as the workout progresses, as you start to go through, no matter what you're doing, your last set of bicep curls isn't going to be as intense as your 
first set of barbell rows or yeah. whatever else, just because your energy is wearing down. Even if you mentally still have that focus, you're still fatiguing. So like the same thing happens throughout the day. If training is the last thing that you do, the amount of energy that you've actually got to use as a resource is is going to be less than first thing in the morning. Yeah. And obviously, like theoretically, your testosterone's higher in the morning. There's all these other benefits of why early morning training works. But for me, just that mental clarity of not having the clutter of the day, uh, just kind of getting in and, and taking it, I just find that so much so much better yeah. for focus. And stay the fuck off your phone. Yeah. Stay the fuck off your phone. Mm. Like that, here's a hint. Yeah, taking a bag to the gym with you. If all you're going with is your headphones and your, and your phone in a water bottle. No, no. Take a bag. Put your phone in a zip in your bag. So for you to get to your phone, you have to go through multiple layers to deliberately pull it out, not just your pocket. Because mm. this thing of having it just in an open pocket, you can whip it out in a second. That's why people do it. You put it in a bag that's not right next to you. Now, all of a sudden, you're going to go to it less and less, and you'll build, build that habit of not going to your phone in between sets. I track my um, my workout through an app this, on my I phone. I think this though. is a problem. I, I, I used to... Like, Aeroplane mode your phone, then. Yeah, you can do that. Download your Spotify playlist. So go on and search Lex Griffin Gymtastic on Spotify. Download the playlist so it plays without being needing to be online. And I'm pretty sure your app mustn't need to be online to just log your shit. I have no idea. Can't need not to be. Tried it. Can't need to be. You must store it internally. It's a really shitty part of the app if it doesn't. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll Must do. Must it's that, do. It's that Ganba, Ganbaru. Gangbang. Ganbaru. The... Gangbang HD. Yeah. Gan, Ganbaru. Is that? I don't know. The, the chap you were showing me, the long-haired um, oh, yeah, like yeah, Asian yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, what's his name now? I don't know. I never knew it in the first place. Yeah. I just know his long-haired Asian guy with really good calves. Yeah, he does like, re- loads of really good YouTube content, very informative stuff, and he's got this app. He's got a great um, breakdown. And there's loads of stuff on there. It's all like, because it's used to be a powerlifter, transitioned more to bodybuilding, but he's very into like anatomy and making sure that basically your positioning's right. So it's all yeah. it's all very small intricacies, which are stuff that I've ignored from the bodybuilding aspect because I'm just like if I'm doing some heavy shit it's getting worked one way or the other but this is just like optimising things he, just, he does really clever ones where he talks about leverage points of each yeah. lift so he'll, be, he'll so define where the actual lift gets harder and where it gets easier yeah. and why you need to vary the two yeah. some, and a lot of people don't understand that yeah. so, so simply changing the angle in which you lift a, a cable machine literally changes the, the, where the difficulty on the muscle hits mm. and people think when they get to the top of the rep that's where you're working the hardest but by changing the body angle sometimes you actually that's the least hard point of a rep yeah so um he's really good for watching for things like that on that Shame note we can't remember his name <laughs> yeah long long haired kind of chinese but let, not let me have a look really well spoken american bloke let me have a look good looking lad he is great he, shape yeah really great shape. Great and strong as shit he also well, is quite controversial his, yeah he did tear his pec oh and uh, yeah that's actually a thing so he said when he tore his pec what he did was he was um training with another guy who lifts quite heavy and he said you think that eugene was eugene tao Eugene Tao. Yeah, T-E-O Tao. Yeah, he's really good. But he said he tore his pec, not because he went into training with somebody that lifted bench heavy. He said, he does. I don't, he said, I don't bench heavy. It's not the way I train. Mm-hmm. So I jumped in with um, whoever it was he was training with. I started doing a heavy bench and he said, I felt the, te- the pec tear, yeah. but then kept training because, well, I traveled all this way to train with the guy. I wasn't going to stop. Yeah. But he said it wasn't, the reason he, he tore the pec wasn't because it was heavy. It was because he'd been, Traveling for three days, he'd had very little sleep. His nutrition was off. And when he went into train, he was already fatigued from what he'd done the previous week and he hadn't yeah. recovered. This is the same thing that happened to me with my arm. Yeah. When I went to that, my protein kind of boot camp thing to be like the coach, one of the coaches, that previous week, I'd had 
an average of four hours sleep per night. We'd been talking about it. Mm-hmm. I had an average of four hours of sleep per night. I'd been training really hard. I got back into doing like nine rounds of boxing before every single session. So was, my training had doubled, my sleep had halved. And then I traveled all the way up to Manchester on the day to coach when I was there. So my body was tired, my mind was fatigued. And then I had this rip happened. Yeah. I, and I truly believe it wasn't, if I had thrown that punch in exactly the same way, but had all my food on point and had slept well, I don't think my bicep would have ripped off. No, no. I genuinely not. think... It's the accumulation, isn't it? It's yeah, the, the accumulation. I think it was. I think the body was just broken down from like a couple of weeks of training hard and undersleeping. And I do it, think with uh, with Eugene tearing his pack as well, the fact that it was a new stimulus, not new stimulus, but a novel stimulus, something... Because he used to bench press loads when he was powerlifting, but then yeah. he said he doesn't, doesn't bench press anymore. So if he'd have just gone in and maybe done a normal chest workout or upper body workout, probably would have had a less likelihood of, oh, yeah, of, of tearing. But you then, still got to have the stress, the tear. Yeah, combining yeah, the fact that it was a new movement that was loaded heavy. He was pushing himself probably a little bit harder because he was there specifically training with somebody. Didn't warm up all, the same. Yeah, all of these other factors that do kind of play into it. And it, It's something to bear in mind. It's really like interesting to think as well. Somebody, because he's extremely smart mm. and he felt something go and he yeah, still felt that pressure to like oh you know i'm here i've got to i'll still get in and it's like yeah ah. he probably thought ah it's not it's not a tear i've maybe just like it's a little tweak yeah, or something tweak. like that yeah um, but we've all had that where you like yeah. burst blood vessels like i remember when i, when I was training chest one time my spotting partner noah who is just one of the funniest humans alive but unintentionally he was um he was spotting me and he said, as I got to the top of this rep, and I used to always train to like, when I was first starting out, to like mm. crazy failure. Yeah. Like full on, like to the point once I bit through my own bottom lip and didn't realize it. Yeah. Because my <laughs> because there was so much tension on the muscle, yeah. you can only feel one pain at once. Mm. I couldn't feel myself biting through my own lip and I put a hole underneath that. They like pop it. Yeah. I used to do Rocky face. Yeah. And it got tough. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he said, yeah, he said, mm, bite my bottom lip and I bit right through the fucker. And he said, as I got to the top of the rep and I was straining, 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 he literally watched these minor blood vessels, like just the crossover between the peck and the shoulder, mm-hmm. just go, bing, 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 and just pop. He watched it go, Poof. yeah. And then, and then obviously it then bruises up, doesn't it? looks like a bruise and then dissipates really quickly as yeah. well. But that's how much my blood pressure was shooting up and the stress on the muscle and the blood and everything and the tension. Mm-hmm. And um, have you seen my black eye at the moment? You noticed a little yeah, bit of a black I was eye. Comment on that. Is it yeah. a mascara or a black eye? Is that from someone grinding their? I don't know how it happened. It's got to be a forearm across the yeah, face. Yeah, I'm not sure, but yeah, because I've been to BJJ twice this week because I'm I made it there on uh, Thursday. Yeah, and then just went today. But so much better. On going that front, week. I found out that there is a boxing club in Wellington. Yeah, which is on my way to the gym. Yeah, but actually closer. Right. So I think what I'm going to do is go down there and see if I can join them. As long as I like, let me do some filming there and stuff as well, because mm. I'd like to do that. Yeah, um, that'd be cool. And then, because I've realized I need to put myself in a place of adversity. If I get, if I'm always the top dog in what I'm doing, yeah. and by training with myself yeah. in a gym, I'm going to be the top dog of myself. Yeah, There's yeah. no one there. Like, yeah. And anyone who's joining in with me is too respectful of me. Mm. And they've either not not been bodybuilding long or they're still trying to get in shape. So I'm kind of the leader of the training session. Yeah. There's no one being... Only when I'm with you. Mm. When we're doing a lower shit, body session. Either. Legs and stuff. God, that's a while yeah. ago, actually. But that makes me really... Like, hum makes me really want to work. Because yeah. I come out of it feeling like I don't have shit together. Yeah. 
So I've, I'm going to go put myself in a room where most people want or can beat me up. Yeah, yeah. And I think it'll really help then drive me as well into the gym and keep me going because I had a big fall off for about two weeks from the gym. Yeah. Where I was like, I was being a lazy asshole. Yeah. And also just under-motivated. It wasn't just that I was lazy. I was thinking, I'd even plan in my day, I'm going to go to the gym. Yeah. And I'd get there and I'd just be like, nah. Yeah, I think that's another reason why getting it done first thing in the morning because then yeah. you don't have time for any excuses. If you if you build into your day, you know, obviously it varies depending on your your you know your lifestyle and your work, whatever else. But you having you've got complete flexibility over your schedule for the most part. Yeah. And some people are like, oh, that's amazing. But I've also been in that exact same position. And when you've got all this freedom, procrastination becomes like your worst fucking enemy. The king of procrastination. Which, yeah, which is why like actually having a busy day and having shit kind of in the way can be useful because it boxes you in. Because if you yeah. don't, you know, if I don't go to the gym at seven o'clock in the morning, I ain't going to make it. Yeah. So you get up, you've got nothing else to do. You're only up for one fucking reason. Get up, put some clothes on, brush your teeth, walk out the door or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever I think you that's need the to trick. Do. Get out the door as quick as possible. Yeah, yeah, just get up and do it. And then like training is probably going to be the most taxing thing that you're doing that day. Unless yeah. you're fucking shoveling dirt for the rest of your life, <laughs> but uh, the uh, like, then everything else does feel a bit easier. And I know I feel way more productive for the rest of the day because I'm I'm normally quite groggy in the mornings. It takes me a few hours to really yeah, feel like I've woke up. Dude, but, what is that? But once I've trained, after the first few sets, I'm I'm awake. Yeah, and then from whatever time I've done training, I am fully like turned on. Everything is like. All, all do you know what I firing on all cylinders on the way through on one day as I listened to um, motivational speeches mm, yeah. on the way in and I, Arnold one popped in there yeah yeah an Arnold one and oh there was a, I made notes that I wanted to bring up today okay. on this because of that let me find these notes in the thousands you, of notes that I while you're doing day. that I'm just, so uh, I went to BJJ again today firstly it was so good going with only a few days apart because yeah. normally I'm only going once a week and it feels like I've forgotten almost everything from the previous. But um, I also got to roll with somebody. There's a guy there now who's newer than me um, and he's been going like five weeks, but I've not seen him before. <laughs> did, you, did you get your, your bully sense on? Yeah, well, no, I just got to... Ro- it, I smell a victim. <laughs> it was the first time I got to roll with somebody that's not more advanced than me. So I'm actually able to like put more because the thing is because I'm going to an open mat, so I'm not even going to classes. So yeah. the thing that I'm getting taught, like the people who are teaching me, are the people who I'm then trying to do it to. So it's never going to happen because yeah. they they literally just showed me how to do it. So they're never going to let me do that to them yeah. in an actual role. So then being able to apply some of that was really useful, but also having a bit more of a, a condensed time frame. And uh, my jaw got dislocated earlier on today. As well, that was quite fun. You popped your jaw out. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it, it's it's all right now, but it literally took a couple of minutes to get it back in. And who was putting it back in for you? Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've, so I dislocated it a long time ago from fighting, and it's not bothered me for years and years because yeah. I don't have pressure on my jaw randomly. But um, there was a choke that wasn't in very. It wasn't in tight enough. I kept my chin tucked. Yeah. And I was being I was stubborn. I, could, I couldn't get out of it, but I was just being stubborn. I was just like, not I'm not... Happy. Yeah, I was basically... Well, I was partly doing it for him because he knew that he obviously hadn't got it in tight enough. Yeah. Because I could still breathe. Um, so I was like, I'm just hanging out here a little bit. And I was there for maybe 30 seconds or so. And then all of a sudden, I just had like a wave of like heat just fire up. It was this side. Go from like the bottom of my jaw all under my ear and then up around the back of my head. And then I, 
it didn't hurt. It just felt really weird. And I tapped because I knew something was wrong. Yeah. And um, he was like, oh, was that, was that your jaw? And then I went to say, yeah. And then my jaw was like over here. Uh, and, I, and I was like, oh, fuck, yeah. I think my jaw's popped out. I'm, 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 yeah, <laughs> I could talk a little bit, but not properly. And my jaw was like here. And um, I was just trying to like manipulate it back into place. And it wasn't happening. And I had to like literally push. So I was pushing that way to get it back into line. And then had to open it. And then it oh. clicked back in. But then it kept coming back out. It kept like locking out. Um, after you can about, feel it kind of clacking. Yeah. yeah, but each time, each time it would go out and back in, it would stay in easier. So I was almost having to like manually pop it out and back in um, several times after. But uh, yeah, it was all right afterwards. So it was fun though as an experience. Uh, pop my jaw out. And... Yeah, I've been punched hard enough where it's knocked my jaw, like stretched. Obviously, mm. like maybe it's not pot stayed out, but maybe yeah. it's been like knocked her out to go straight back in. Yeah. And I was unable to eat for like three days. Yeah. I'm fortunate that because I know this has happened to me before, it, it literally can go out and pretty much get forced back in place. But it's now, not hurting you now. It's uncomfortable. It feels like I've just got doms like down there. But so if you chew, if you have to give you I, like something chewy now. If could, I clench my hurt? teeth, this yeah. side's touching. There's a gap on that side. I can't close my jaw completely on that. Is that all the time? No, no, just, just now. now. But I think it's still because it's quite swollen on that one yeah. side. Um, and like I said, it, most of it feels like it's up almost behind my ear. Well, um, yeah, I guess where, where you must, you do have, I mean, your jaw's here, the bone's here, but your musculature goes here and here, doesn't it? Classes, yeah. To give you that. Mm. So it was fun. Power. Yeah. Chomp yeah. power. Yeah. But, uh, and also then, because I, I carried on rolling after once, I, I stopped for about 10 minutes while I was like getting it in and out, trying to like get back to normal. And I was like, I think I'm... <laughs> Should have put one of those things on like in Ebenezer Scrooge. You know, just, you just tie it around your head, a big knot on the yeah, head. Yeah, strap my jaw off. <laughs> strap it's it just, It's just to stop my jaw falling off. Yeah, it's just a big there and a bow on the top. Kink. And I, was, and I said to Kieran, who who did it to me, because he kept apologizing. I was like, don't worry, mate. You were doing, you were like, that's good. You did everything yeah. right. And it was me being stubborn and not tapping. Um, and uh, I just said like, look, we'll just carry on rolling. If it pops out, yeah, and he said, I'll try and avoid it. I was like, just do what you need to do. Um, And I said, if it pops out, I'll just tap again. I'll, you know, we'll just have to stop if if I do. But don't realize how much you actually use your jaw when you're you're rolling. Because, like, to close up space, you're constantly, like, digging your jaw into someone, digging your chin in, and you're protecting yourself. And I wasn't able to do it. So then, like, people were able to get their hands in on me because I I couldn't protect myself as much. But, uh, no, it was... It was a fun experience. I thought I fucking tore my hip flexor the other day going. Oh, Jesus Christ. Gaskin threw me and like I, I just jolted my leg, like fully extended my leg very harshly and like it just hyperextended, well not hyperextended, but it, it extended my hip very quickly. Yeah. Um, and for the rest of the day, which was the day where I had to move all the dirt, <laughs> I couldn't lift my leg, left leg up properly. Yeah, so no I was leverage. kind of like dragging my, my left leg with me, but... Are you like a rat? You must have looked like the Living Dead off the berry. I don't know how they do it, man. Just limping your way up the driveway like a zombie, mm. just th- digging up dirt. I don't know if I'm just pet cemetery. That's I don't know if making. I'm just like not injury prone because they're all like minor, or if it's just no, it's that the, I'm still powerlifting. I've still not like adapted it's the to it. One dimensionalness of the lifting. Yeah, because I've done that for such a long time. Not, I am stiff. It's not used to the angles of sudden and sudden and jarring impacts. Yeah, because that's. Whereas, if you fight and all you do is fight, mm. you bounce around like an elastic ball. Yeah, I am. I am like. I think I need to do some yoga stuff again, just to like try and get a little bit I more try mobility. I do some yoga in the mornings and I have a go. I just hate it. Mm. I hate it. 
and I really know it's good for you and I know it's supposed to be like a mindfulness moment. I just fucking hate it. Also, why do they make all the names of everything so complicated? Yeah. Like, why is something called a Sayakaru Uru? And I'm like, what? Oh, roll, you know, stretch your arms and stay on your knees. Like, just give them simple names. Yeah. I've seen some uh, yoga for BJJ. So it's all yeah. like stuff that's specific. Perhaps so, good. yeah. It's great for you. I guess there's so many variations. I need to just find one I enjoy. Mm. Oh, also today as well, it was a first for me. I literally, I turned up a little bit early, so I sat in the car just when, uh, just after, just before I messaged you, um, yeah. and I was watching a, a, a BJJ video on my phone, and because so far everything I've done, is, <laughs> you're just getting an ammo list. I was, I was just, getting, I was just like, because I kept getting into what I was basically trying to get as many subs from, from like side control, yeah, um, and I don't know what I think it's a head head arm choke. And I was Where like, you come right. around the side, you squeeze them on their own arm, Ooh, bashing out microphone. Yeah, so you so have you, their own arm across the neck. You come here and you put all your weight across and choke them. It's basically like a triangle effect. What you do with a leg triangle. But yeah. So I was, I'm in solid arm. control. I've tucked my head under their armpit, tuck it up, yes. get a gable Cinch grip, that arm in. Yeah. Pull it. Then you get into mount, and then you can even drop over to the other side and and choke them with effectively your yeah, you arm and their arm into side. And then choke them out from side, don't you? Yeah. So and then I'm, I'm yeah. and I and I like and so Got Kieran it. Kieran didn't know that I knew this uh, and uh, and I literally went for it pretty much straight away. I got in, <laughs> I got it was in. still fresh in your mind. <laughs> yeah, I did. Literally, <laughs> within the first ten minutes, I, I I got it. I couldn't I couldn't tap him with it though because one thing that it didn't show me in the video is like changing the position to get under his chin a little bit more. Yeah. So he was almost protected by his own shoulder because yeah. I hadn't lifted his, lifted his yeah, chin you've up enough. Get, it's, it's like a triangle choke. You're choking him on their own arm. Mm, yeah. So you've got to cut that blood off. But I was just brain. happy that I actually managed to get the positions and I, yeah. like he knew exactly Manipulate what... them into the position you need. Yeah. yeah, and then afterwards I said, oh yeah, I just watched a YouTube video and he was yeah. like, yeah, and he explained it all to me. So no, it's good, I'm... I'm def- I'm making it twice a week from from now as well. Oh, so really? yeah, it'll be um, a Tuesday morning and then a Saturday morning. So fair play, you've been yeah. you've been really consistent with it. I am like I've weighed myself as well. Um, you know George, you you saw George there at my birthday thing, uh, the chap who you were talking about bikes with. Yep. So because George has always been a lot bigger than me, but he's been dropping weight and I've been gaining weight. And we weighed in today exactly the same weight. We were both 92.95 kilos. You've stayed consistent. So, yeah. And uh, I, and realistically, that would, in most federations, that puts me in like super heavy. It puts you in a don't fucking compete federation. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super heavy. And yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm fucking five foot nine. I yeah. should not be super heavy. No. Like, I should be middle. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So, like, yeah, yeah, most people at yours would be 70, 75 kilos. Yeah, yeah, Somewhere yeah, probably, yeah, mid that. to high 70s. I reckon I can't do that. There's no way no. I'd be able to get down to that. I might be able to get down to, like, low 80s, maybe, mm. um, over a very long period of time. I wouldn't, like, try problem and problem with that is you're just working with taller guys, bigger guys, longer limbs. Yeah. Fucking... There's, like, pros and cons to both, which I've seen, like, because now I've started to do a little bit of stand-up, and I'm actually decent with stand-up because being shorter and being quite strong... Yeah, you can shoot and drive quicker. Yeah, I'm just powerful as well. So, like, mm. as soon as, like, I can just kind of muscle people. I can yeah. just pick people up and just chuck them, yeah. which, not Gaskin because he's, he's too big. <laughs> but, like, uh, yeah, so I've got a bit of an advantage there. So there's, like, pros to being short and stocky. 
or being tall and like lanky. Because one of the guys like getting chokes in on people when you've got thick arms, yeah. it's hard to get in. Yeah. Like whereas some and of the guys quicker on your arms as well. Yeah, yeah, Going for chokes. Yeah, but some some of the guys that are literally like really skinny little rake arms. They're fucking lethal. Yeah, though, dude. There's a guy in uh, Manchester, uh, Gavin Boardman. It's yeah. called. If you were to pass him in the street, yeah, you would not even notice him. Yeah. He's the most unassuming bloke ever. He's usually in a hoodie that's slightly oversized. You know, just walks with casual hands in his pockets. That motherfucker's so talented, he was inventing his own submissions. Yeah. He sat on me. He must weigh, I'd say, at his absolute peak, 11 stone. Yeah. Like, he's fighting in 60 kilos mm. numbers. It felt like somebody had put a 100 kilo weight on my chest. Yeah. And... He, he would sat, he was teaching while sat on my chest, crushing me, and would move into positions going, You feel that? To which my response was, Yeah. yeah. And, he, and I could not move from underneath him. It felt like I was wrestling with my mate Nadia, who was 18 stone. Mm. That's the only thing I could compare it to. To the point where I came out afterwards, it was like, I've never felt anything like that. That was insane. Like, how did you make yourself so heavy? It's like, it's all hips, yeah. hips and pressure, hips and pressure. And because they just, I mean, they might be small. It? They might be senior, they might be lean, but every single fibre of them is designed for one fucking purpose. Yeah, and crushing it, it's you. just crushing and controlling you. Yeah. There was another guy called Chris who um, was the same when I went to Predators in uh, Blackburn, and he was very, very long and gangly, but the pressure he would apply to you, and he would talk to me whilst doing it, and I'd be like, you like, I, I remember him being on me, I was like, you're like a fucking spider monkey, like I couldn't get him off. And he mm. was just, he was just, as he was moving into a position to choke the shit out of me, we were just going, it's all about relaxing and moving as he's going, <laughs> as, yeah. he's, as he's moving into death mode yeah. on me. And I just couldn't, couldn't shake him. Yeah. And he was so chilled. Yeah. Whilst just, because I must have outweighed him and outmuscled him by a, a, like a good 30% yeah. on all avenues. And he just took me to pieces. That's it though, isn't it? It's not like, don't get me wrong, but if, if everything else was equal, being stronger is an advantage but yeah. it doesn't get you that far it really no. doesn't like but this is why it's important to put yourself in the room yeah. with these people like imagine where your ego's at yeah. if you're getting pinned down and crushed by a guy who's 70 kilos and you're a 90 kilo bloke yeah all of a yeah. sudden that ego shuts up a little bit yeah oh i'll get i literally get tapped by everybody yeah. there like, but that ego shuts up and then yeah. your learning brain switches on you're like okay shut the ego down let's learn why that happened and the the great thing about these fight gyms is people are there to they want to see you not get tapped next week by that same move mm -hmm. if you don't they'll be like motherfucker you learned well done yeah like, they're happy yeah because you know that's that's what it's about it's about lifting each other up they want the challenge they want you to get better and the fact that they've helped is a buzz yeah like if you show somebody something and the next week they're better at it because of you, you're like fucking yeah, that's that's a good feeling. Yeah, exactly. There was a one really good bit towards the the end of the session today, um, where I was rolling with this chap. I think his name's Regan, um, and he's a big guy. He's a white belt, but he's quite a lot bigger than me. I think he's about 110 kilos. Yeah. Um, and he rolled with me the other week and absolutely just like destroyed me. And like I just I couldn't do anything. He was just too big, too heavy. And like my strength was just not enough. Like he probably was on a par strength wise, but then outweighed me by 20 yeah. kilos, which is a lot. That's a lot. Um, and then in today's role, I was actually able to stay in a much more dominant position because I learned a few things because I got into side control for like a minute before and he literally just was like, see ya. Fucking threw me off. Yeah. Because I was trying to keep too much pressure and keep tight. My limbs were in, and he yeah. just rolled me. Whereas, yeah. like, I was like, okay, I know what's going. So I was always like, I was, I kept light on him, but I was like ready to stop him. And I literally managed to get into like a high mount position 
for a good couple of minutes and he was trying fucking everything. I felt like Buckaroo. <laughs> just like, I was there like, whoa! Rodeo, rodeo, yeah, it, rodeo, was, it was like a rodeo. Yeah. Um, but like, that was quite nice knowing that, because he, he's a white belt, so he's more advanced than I am. Yeah. Um, and he still tapped me in the end. He still got the, uh, got the submission. But <laughs> it was just like the little things that you pick up on and then you're like, ah, because it feels like when you get smashed by somebody, you don't know what they know. So yeah. when somebody beats you, in your head, you're like, fucking hell, they must know everything. But sometimes you'll actually find yourself in a position where you know more than them, even though they're more knowledgeable overall. Yeah. Because it's so complex. I do. I really, really enjoy There's it. There's just something to be said for putting yourself in a position of struggle, putting yourself in a place where you're not the best, where you don't know everything. Mm. And to willingly put yourself there, yeah. it's, it's, it's a... It's a great way of controlling your ego, of motivating yourself to learn, and also developing relationships with other people that maybe in everyday life, you might be further ahead of them in a job or you know the hierarchy of society or all that shit. But in that room, yeah. that hierarchy means nothing. Yeah. And that's a freedom. That's yeah. a, and, and you can... And it just what it does is it teaches you to be able to learn from anyone and everyone around you because people know you can't know everything. So there's always going to be somebody that knows more than you. So learn from those people. And it doesn't matter what else they don't know that you know. That's not the point. In that moment, what do they know that you don't that can help? Mm. And I think having that attitude and being able to, especially for some people who are a bit uppity, to have to sit and listen to somebody who's maybe just a fucking bricklayer yeah. and they're like against the banker. Yeah. But the banker sits and listens as a student from the bricklayer. Yeah. And it's, it just, for me, I just think that's a kind of a beautiful thing to just see that. In, it's an in equalizer, certain, isn't it? In certain situations, everybody can be, you know, the master of a craft or can be the teacher or the student. And mm. I just, I don't know. It's And like it's a never ending thing. You can never know it all. That's yeah. the great thing about the fight game. It's always evolving. People are always learning. Even the best of the best sometimes change their entire strategy. Yeah. They'll come in and have a complete different formula because something's changed. The, the, the stand-up guy now knows something they didn't used to know. Yeah. So all of a sudden, that ground guy has to change his game and he has to get a bit better at stand-up yeah. to then be able to create that opening for him to get to the ground and stuff like that. I just I think it's people see fighting as, a, as violence, but it's not. It's, it's, it's art and it's science and it's strategy it's warfare you yeah. know it's fucking and it's one of the biggest highs you'll ever have is winning a competitive fight yeah. that you've trained for and waited for yeah nothing will beat that yeah I've, i am thinking about uh looking looking at competing as just to getting like a white belt comp out the way in a, a yeah. few i don't know handful of dude, months dude imagine those nerves again when you're yeah. doing something like that oh god yeah. oh yeah and your manliness is on the line i know yeah it'd be interesting it's really would vibe. it's uh yeah I've, I've never like put myself out there in that sense so i remember that first competition i went to and i just remember not like just being shit genuinely shit scared and hiding it as best as i could yeah and then i just went in and fucking pounded just kept getting shocked that i'd win and be like fucking hell i actually won one and then you went another one and yeah yeah, you, you, you underestimate yourself constantly until you're in there and then you realise what you do know. Mm, yeah, that's it. So, And the thing with that group as well, they're just so, like you said, everyone's oh, there just to like yeah. to, to better each other and no one's no one's ever mean, no one's ever rude. <laughs> yeah. It's literally just like everyone knows that we're all at different stages and people are just there to like to talk about what's going on and yeah. just have that respect for people, the fact that you've showed up. Because that that, that's, that's the hardest thing. Is yeah, I think that's people need to like know that. that is that when you go to these places, there isn't, there isn't anything to be scared of in terms of there being a bully or this macho mentality. That's not what people are about. People are about there to, they're about there for themselves, getting better. You know, they want to learn, they want to drill mm-hmm. and, uh, and improve. And it's a similar thing to the gym. That's the same thing. Is you get all these different levels of people in the gym together 
And everyone should just be there to improve themselves. So we really, it's irrelevant what everyone around them is doing or, not, you know, unless it's something they can learn from. Yeah. It's a good, and so that crosses over. That's, I think that's the biggest crossover I have from going from fighting to the gym was that level of no fucks given about those around me because if they're better than me, I can learn from them. And if they're not, I can impart something. Mm. And that's the mentality to have rather than it's not a competition of what the guy's doing next year. It's not a competition. It's a, it's a learning curve or it's a, an, a chance to learn or a chance to teach. And that's a different mentality to have them going in there with this like fucking ego of trying to be the macho guy or whatever. You yeah. won't learn shit from that. All no. you'll learn is that over time, you don't get any better and everyone else around you does. Yeah, I don't... I, don't, I can't see how anyone would do that. I was uh, talking to my mate Chris and he's thinking about coming to BJJ or doing something. And like I kind of called him on what it was because I knew I knew he was feeling the same way as I, I did. Basically at school, we used to fight all the time. And like we have this... Like the little, there's, there's naughty fighting outside. Yeah, school, yeah, so yeah, all yeah. The, yeah, we used to get into Fight fights each other or, or fight together? Not well, just fighting other people. Oh, okay. We just get into fights quite frequently, yeah. and I would always win. And as an adult, after like you know, I got arrested for fighting, and then I kind of started to realize, fuck, I'm an adult now. I can't. Yeah. Like there's consequences to this. It's different to when you're at school and you can just do whatever, and it doesn't really matter. Um, so then, made a very conscious effort to to avoid conflict as much yeah. as uh, possible, and you know got into a relationship with somebody who kind of guided me in a much better path anyway. And part of me wanted to think that I still was good at fighting because it I'd not been challenged for such yeah. a long time. Whereas realistically, if you've not done something for 10 plus years, you know, like I might be better than your average maybe person off the street. Base. Yeah, maybe. But like to say that I was a good fighter is... Um, egotistical yeah that's egotistical Um, so part of like almost not wanting to go because I know I was going to go and get fucking smashed especially at BJJ because I've I've done like striking stuff I've never done any kind of grappling submission grappling so there was no chance of me being good at it so I had to like know that Lewis, who identifies as somebody who can handle themselves, is going to get smashed by like a forty kilo woman, probably. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah. and I've got to just be okay with it. And it was nerve wracking at the start. And then when once everyone's beaten you once, you're like, well, I'm shit. So yeah, may as well stick around. Do you know, <laughs> when I went back for those couple of times, I went there yeah. and, and did the roles and that. I was still really okay with being beat because mm. yeah, because I've been because I had been way better. Yeah, on the ground, obviously from I had to be from when I was actually fighting. Yeah. I used to be really, really quite capable yeah on the floor I, I could tap people you know i could and i could work for submissions and do all that and i'd obviously lost that a lot of that knowledge fin- finishing base yeah for when i went back like as we <laughs> found with our 30 minute roll where we couldn't tap each other because we just kept getting into positions of like there's something we're supposed to do now yeah <laughs> we just couldn't cinch him in could we um so for me having I, I thought, you know, you'd think maybe after getting to a certain level of actual fighting competitively to then come back where after you've not been doing it, there might be an ego thing there. But no, absolutely not. I still went straight back to that kind of, I still call them dojos, but, you know, fight school or, or whatever yeah. you want to call it. Straight back into just being like, okay, cool, we got shit to learn again. Yeah. It was, so it's fine. I think, so once you get over it once, it's, it's all good. I think it's that mentality of taking take, taking that mentality to other things as well, isn't it? Being willing to learn. Not, yeah. Because your ego doesn't do anything other than hold you back for the most That's part. True. I think uh, if you think you've got something sussed, you do, you, you're going to fail. Yeah, gonna yeah fail. you are. Like, yeah. you know, every day is a school day in, in all aspects of life. 
and that's fine. Yeah, and that, yeah, that, that is, is fine. that's fine. That's okay. And there's a real fine balance between knowing your capabilities, yeah, and thinking you're the shit. <laughs> well, this crosses onto the points I was making actually on my drive into the gym for us to just the quick ones I wanted to impart, so yeah. we can leave this as the ending part. Of it. Okay. Anyway, so is this from Arnold? Some of it's from Arnold. Some of it's from, no. from other bits. But Oh, you put your jaw out. Yeah, it didn't feel good. <laughs> Don't do the now. Yeah, he's got I'm, a hell of a jaw. Maybe it's from the now. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, still not good. Okay, so one of them is, and it's literally what you were just talk, kind of in line with what you're talking about, is you need to have a vision. Mm. Because if you don't have a vision, if you don't have that strict goal set as to what you're going to be, want to achieve, you're literally going to drift. Like you said, you had your mate who wasn't committing to coming to the gym. I want to do something. Yeah. No, no, no. You will continually just want to do something if you don't start anything. Yeah. And you'll continue for years in that same vein. Well, it was the, the thing that was holding him back was what held me back is that not wanting to confirm that you ain't got it anymore. That, yeah. like, you know, so have was, a vision yeah. of getting back to where you were. That's your fucking vision. So you know full well where I'm starting at base camp mm-hmm. and we're going to climb that fucking hill again. Yeah. You know, and that, that's that's the vision. That's his vision. The vision will be to get back, to comp- to go into that, into the class with the confidence to roll again. Mm-hmm. That would be the vision. Yeah. But it's true. You don't have a vision, you're going to drift. And, it, and it's massive. The procrastination takes over. And that's what we were saying. That was why during your day, if you do have these breakups of commitments of time to do something, even if you don't have a goal for that day, they're forcing a goal upon you yeah. because you've got those timescales that you have to adhere to. Mm-hmm. And that's why that when we work on our own, giving yourself even false timescales, false times that you have to get something done between this hour and this hour yeah. is going to at least kind of keep you on that even keel. Yeah. So that's the vision one. Um, one is this. This was the one for me. This is really important. I think a lot of people need to hear this is you need to make training an exciting part of your day. Yeah. You need to be excited to go to training. You need to be excited to go to jujitsu. You need to be like, what the fuck am I going to learn today? What am I going to get today for my child? I'm going to go knowing that when you go to the gym, every set, every rep, every every effort that you put into those those moments where you want to quit and you fucking don't, yeah. they are a step forward towards that vision that you just made. Yeah. And that's what, and so you make training, like I get goosebumps talking about it. Look, because I've got it again, I've got that back. Yeah. So I know that when I go in that, at the moment there's parts of myself I'm not happy with in terms of my physique. So I know every time I get that fucking session in, I'm one step closer to getting rid of that shit that I don't like anymore yeah. and getting forward towards what I'm going to like looking at in the mirror again. I know I'm capable of doing because I've done it before. So having that and knowing that, what you're going to is going to give you a positive and remaining in that rather than looking at training as fuck I'm tired it's I've got to get through it oh I've got to go and deal with that guy who's 90 fucking kilos is going to sit on top of me and crush me for a fucking 35 minutes yeah. instead go and deal with like today fuck yeah I'm going to get a day's been shit but fuck at least I've got that gym yeah. at least I know I can control powering through and getting some positive from this session yeah how you frame your tasks you know, uh, uh, making a making a massive difference. You can say, oh, "I've got to go to the gym," or "I get to go I to the gym." That's a luxury. It's a luxury to be able to drive to the gym. Yeah, is a blessing. Yeah, you've got a nice car. You get to drive to the gym, which is a nice looking gym. It's got some great equipment. Oh, not even that. It's, you've got a car that will get you to a fucking gym. Yeah, get, but yeah, I was going to say it's just yeah. it's framing and thinking about things as they are. And I'm actually re-listening to Atomic Habits. I'm doing my. Once every twelve months, re-listen to that yeah. uh, audio book, Atomic Habits, I need to, and I need to listen to this. I'll send you a, 
I've got credits. I'll send it to you. You can do it in like, it's like five and a half hours. It's fucking okay. nothing. You can knock it out so fast. Um, and one of the things it talks about it, with, with forming new habits, make it fun. If yeah. it is fun, it's more likely to, to be doable. And this, it's like, you almost start bite size. So if you know that like, you've got a bit of energy to try and you want to do something, but like where you're starting at, doing an hour and a half session is going to kill you. Just do a 15-minute session, yeah. like turn up and just do it. And then before it stops being fun, leave. Yeah. And then next time, you can do a tiny little bit more and a tiny little bit more. Because once that habit's ingrained, you're still having to make the, the effort to get to the gym. So yeah. whether you're there for 15 minutes or 50 minutes. This is what gets me. I don't understand people who get to the gym, get in there, and then sit on their fucking phone mm. or sit there just fucking looking into space. Motherfucker, you've done the hard part. Yeah. You've yeah, got hardest, yourself to the, the gym. The getting in. Yeah. Now, now, make the most. You can be in and out of that motherfucker in forty minutes if you so wish. If yeah. I'm on my own, I can train three body parts, which is a to- and a total of uh, five sets per body part, two sets ten. So I can do a total of thirty sets. Yeah, and get that shit done in forty five minutes. Yeah, and, and done and out if I fucking put my mind to it. Mm. If it's not a heavy week. Yeah, I was gonna say like hypertrophy stuff. You hundred percent. That's that's but that's realistic. Most people take. I could take it, or I could take an hour and a half and dilly dally. Yeah, for the for the, the exact same for the exact outcome. same workout. Yeah, yeah. So it's huge that mindset when you're going in places. So make it fun is a very good thing to be doing. Um, and visualize uh, what I've got here. My other note is visualize it positively. Focus on how far you've already come, even if it's just a small amount. Mm-hmm. So we're always going in. If you're always going in somewhere, like you said, once a week, I got to do a fucking. There we go. I'll make it into a tune. This is the tip of the day. If you always go in focusing on what went wrong the last time you were in there, what's going to go wrong in this session because you failed at it last time, you're going to fail it again. Yeah. If you go in looking at the positives that you've created over that that last week that you're in the gym, okay, so something's going to go right, but what did go right? Focus on those wins. Focus on the accomplishments and start praising yourself for them because what we do is we get hypercritical and only focus on what we did wrong which didn't work because what you're good at you don't count anymore no no fucking you still count what you're good at yeah yeah. it's a big thing praise yourself for staying good at it Mm. because like we just talked about you stop doing it you fall off which means you've kept something going yeah that's an accomplishment yeah definitely i think it's um being just what's the word like not mindful it's uh you're just being present, aren't you? It's yeah. you're like you're, you're being kind of factual. These are these are the positives because it's so easy just to end up focusing on the negatives and the the things that have slipped. Whereas, like you can, if you if you dig deep enough, you guarantee you'll find some positives, no matter how shit that yeah, yeah. week was or how shit that training session. We was. talked about it. You can do that with the gratitude board as well. We talked about that before. Having a gratitude board, and that's a simple thing of right three to five things at the end of each day that you're grateful for. And it just gets you in this mentality of even looking for the small things. Like it could literally be, if you've had the shittiest day on earth, it could be the fact that you have a roof over your head, water coming out of the tap, tap you know, a warm shower before yeah. bed. You know what I mean? The, just, it's, it's, it doesn't really matter what, what the thing is you're grateful for. It's the fact that you are finding the positives yeah. no matter what. And That's sometimes the habit that you're actually trying to build. It's, yeah. it's being able to identify good things, even, you know, even if they are small, because we just get we get numb to them, don't we? we? Yeah, we take this is it. Yeah, you take it for granted. Yeah. So remind yourself that yeah, maybe you do have a nice car to drive places to, yeah. but you've had that car for like three months now, and you're used to it, so it's just the car you have. No, remember, yeah. you worked and you were able to buy this nice car, yeah. or you know you've got a new motorbike that you're able to go and ride about. You know, there's whatever it is, or a new bike, you've got new shoes. What the fuck? It doesn't matter, you know. But remember that you worked for something, and it was a positive that you got there. Um, 
And then what was the other thing I put here? Yeah, this is just there's a good one to finish. It's, it's the, uh, one that always resonates with me. And every time someone says it out loud, it makes me remember. And it's if you always just do the same thing, you'll only have a, if you always just do the same thing, you'll only ever have what you've already got. Yeah. And it's so fucking true. And you're doing it. We talk about circling, circling the drain. That's what that is. Yeah. It's just doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different fucking results. Yeah. Don't do that. There's always got to be some progression. There's always got to be some change. So focusing on the positives and then positively critiquing the negatives as to how you could just adjust them to, to get past them, to make them a little bit better, to improve a little further. And that's, yeah, I think that's a good, yeah. good one to finish on. So yeah, definitely. Keep, keep adding in, uh, not necessarily adding in new things, but keep pushing yourself, even if they're small tweaks here and there. It's like you might still, you know, say you train four days a week. Still get in and train four days a week, but push yourself a little bit harder, add in an extra set, reduce uh, yeah. your rest intervals, add more weight, change up the exercise to a harder variation or an easier variation and push the, the load yeah. heavier. Like make changes that are eventually going to accumulate something, even if it's just half a percent here and there, because that 1%, you know, over time, that compounds. Yeah. Lots of little wins build up to a big result. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. so it, it is mindset. Mindset is everything. Mindset is huge, and it is one of the things that will either pull you down or drive you forward. So uh, there you go. So you've had it. Make sure you have a vision. Make training an exciting part of your day again. Be grateful for the ability to be able to go and do it. Visualize positive affirmations about yourself, like positive things that you see that you've done remember you know, about yourself you know how far you've come where you were and where you are now and if where you were before was better and where you are now is worse look at how you have actively noticed that yeah. and then now making a positive change to get the back to where you were that in itself is a fucking win and people mm -hmm. forget that again yeah. realizing that you're now in a negative is half the fucking battle yeah so that in itself gives you that motion to now start looking more positively and if you've always done what you always do you'll always have what you've always got yeah, it's the definition of insanity, according yeah. to Vass from Far Cry 3. <laughs> repeating repeating the same action and expecting it's different in, outcomes. Yep, yep. So I don't know whether that's actually the definition of insanity, but Vass told me it was. <laughs> I didn't even write it down when I was writing it in the car because I was that so spirited in writing it. I actually wrote, I always just do the same thing. You'll only ever have what you've already got. It's not even English. Yeah. At just, least you, you, I know knew what, what I meant. you know what you meant. <laughs> So there we go. I hope you've uh, enjoyed a bit of a, a rambly one. as good old-fashioned one that one was. Yeah. With a good tangent towards the end with some nice um, mindfulness for you to take home and actually get on. And don't just fucking listen to this and go, yeah, that's a good point. Put it into fucking action. Mm -hmm. Actually put it into action. Like I, you know, getting up early and getting to the gym, I actually put it into action. And I'm already seeing the positive turnaround from that because it's not only making me get my shit done early, which give me the rest of the day to then not be able to procrastinate to miss the gym. It's also put me into a better cycle with getting my vitamins in, with getting my nutrition in and thinking about things from the start of the day. Are you feeling the rest of your day is more productive because you've got training done up and like knocked out early on? It is. It's a less of a stress because I feel like I'm rushing it less yeah. to try and fit something in. And then inevitably I f would not get it done because of the procrastination or the, the nature of the way I work. So then I feel like I'd failed yeah. because I then wouldn't get to the gym. So that would make me feel like a failure because I didn't get to the gym. And then uh, there's parts of my physique that I want to improve on. That I, Obviously, then that's another step backwards in my mind's eyes. So you see how it becomes a cyclic negative 
uh, occurrence. Yeah. Yeah. So just this simple change of getting in and getting to the gym early instead of going late has had a really big impact on productivity and just my own well-being. Mm. We need to get a session in together again soon. Yeah, we do. Well, I need to make it once a week where I get over to you. Mm. Um, I'm just in. A, I was actually on eBay last night looking for a uh, a, a little runaround car. Yeah. So I can get over to places like cheaper and easier. Yeah. And just not worry about parking and whatever. Yeah, just have, a, have a car that I can just chuck places and not yeah, care. Just crash through yeah, the Yeah, it's not going to worry about getting broken into or nicked or anything like that. You know, I can yeah. just, yeah, just drive into the Georgia through the wall like, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Kool-Aid man. Yeah, boy. that'd be me. Kool-Aid. I'm going to get a red car. <laughs> cool. <laughs> and Kool-Aid everywhere. Right, that's it. We're out. I uh, hope you're all having a great week. If you had a bad week in the previous week before, whatever it was, leave it the fuck behind. Bring forward what was good and... Uh, Visualize those positives and we'll catch you in the next one. Toodle pip. Toodle pip.